You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Well, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, maybe, um, hopefully. Yeah, I'm there. I'm down with it. I've been there since Halloween, or shall we say since Reformation Day, actually prior to. As I shared a few weeks ago, we've had our Christmas tree up since prior to Halloween. For all of you people who are haters out there who think that you must have Thanksgiving first, I would just say no. You don't. You can do whatever you want. We still had Thanksgiving. Actually, we had Thanksgiving twice, once in Tennessee, one in Virginia, and there were Nothing was spoiled because of the fact that we already had our Christmas tree. As a matter of fact, it made everything much nicer. The gathering was much more joyful and jovial and bright and with lights and twinkles and all sorts of wonderful uh, <laughs> emotions and feelings and sights and sounds. Anyways, welcome to Doctrine and Duty Podcast Ministry. Brian Ray here at Alexander Baptist Church. Uh, love you and appreciate you for joining in, for tuning in week after week. Um, Thursday after Thursday, or whenever you find yourself doing it. Try to keep these to under 15 minutes, just so somewhere between 10, 11, 12, and 15 minutes, so that you can uh, listen to this podcast on a short trip, or while you're getting ready in the mornings, or preparing for something in the evening. And it's only once a week, so um, you know, let love the doctrine and let listening to it be part of your duty, okay? Uh, we're going to jump in with Luke's Gospel, and I really... I'm overwhelmed. When I look at Luke's gospel, I'm so overwhelmed. I absolutely love uh, preaching through the Christmas story found in Luke's gospel. I've done it, I don't know, maybe 10, maybe 15 times throughout my ministry uh, of <clears throat> of many, many years now. I surrendered to the ministry in 1994. Uh, so there you have it. We're almost, uh, we're approaching 30 years since surrendering to the ministry. So, wow, God's good. Um, so. Love every detail in Luke's gospel. I, I love how Luke begins his gospel. Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word have delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely for some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. Wow. Certainty concerning the things you've been taught. He had been taught the word of God. And Luke wants to give a, uh, a, I guess you would say a summary or a detail by detail, depending on the text, of the Word of God. And he wants Theophilus to be certain this is truth without any mixture of error. And so Luke's gospel begins right after that with the Christmas story, but he begins way prior to where Matthew's gospel begins. He goes prior to the birth of John the Baptist. And so as we trek through Luke chapter 1, which is quite a trek. It's 80 verses. Just off the top of my head, and I'm not sure, haven't just, I could Google it real quick, I guess, but I might get confused with what I'm doing here with you guys. Uh, but I don't know of another chapter in the Gospels that's 80 verses long. Uh, powerful, jam-packed. Love the story of Zacharias and Elizabeth, or Zechariah and Elizabeth, depending on your translation. Love the fact um, that he was a priest and she was a daughter uh, of a priest or in the lineage of a priest. Uh, it says they were both righteous before God. Oh, husband and wife, couples, 
This is our duty to be righteous before God. They walked blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. They loved the word of God. They loved keeping the word of God. Did we do that? I hope so. But they had no child. Elizabeth was barren. Both were advanced in years. How barren was she? She had no child. You can't get any more barren than that. Uh, and she's a senior adult. Uh, so she couldn't have children when she was young. And now that she's old, she obviously can't have children because that doesn't work right. Um, body parts don't work the way they used to. And so there's no way that a senior adult, uh, 70, 80, 90 years old, uh, could become pregnant. However, uh, something amazing happens. Spoiler alert, she gets pregnant. Uh, so we have, uh, with Mary, we have the virgin conception and the virgin birth. With Elizabeth, we have the miraculous conception and the miraculous birth of uh, John the Baptist. And uh, again, it's overwhelming. I can't go over everything, but you see sovereignty and providence, two huge doctrines that I lovingly embrace and get excited about. The providence of God and the sovereignty of God all throughout the Christmas story and specifically as it is presented in Luke's Gospel, chapters 1 and 2. And of course, Gabriel visits Zacharias. Uh, Gabriel lets him know uh, he's gonna, his wife's gonna become pregnant and have a child. And of course, Zacharias doesn't uh, doesn't believe. That's why he becomes uh, unable to uh, to speak. And um, the birth of Jesus is foretold. And it says in verse twenty six, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. And the virgin's name was Mary. So those first several verses of chapter 1 deal with um, uh, Zacharias and Elizabeth and, and the coming of John the Baptist. And now it shifts gears uh, to Mary. And in this text, um, beginning in verse 26 and following, we have Gabriel uh, visiting Mary and giving her information. Her reaction is much different uh, than that of Zacharias. And of course, the information is different. Zacharias is going to have a prophet. Zacharias is going to have someone who will go before, and Mary will have the king himself. He will, she will give birth to the Messiah. And Mary says, how will this be since I'm a virgin? Mary is not faithless. She's not um, doubting like Zacharias. She just says, hey, how is this going to happen? <laughs> you do know I, I'm a virgin. <laughs> you know, these things don't happen. And, of course, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit. The creative power of the Most High will overshadow you. Uh, therefore, the child will be born. He will be holy, the Son of God. And then uh, gives him, gives her a, a little bit of an inside scoop. Behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. So, wow, we have two miraculous things going on uh, surrounding Christmas, the, the birth of Christ. And um, this says this was the sixth month with her who was called barren. So Mary is informed of her impending pregnancy during the sixth month of Elizabeth's Elizabeth's <laughs> uh, current pregnancy. So we've got two supernatural, miraculous events going on at the same time. And Mary said, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Wow, what a response. The angel had told her nothing will be impossible with God, and Mary didn't question, she didn't complain, she didn't argue, she didn't fuss, she didn't go talk to somebody. She says, Behold, I am God's slave. Do to me as you will, O God. What an amazing testimony for all of us. And again, this was uh, a spiritually minded young girl 
that responded in this way. Well, uh, if you know the story, Mary goes uh, and with haste to see Elizabeth. Now, preachers have long said this is the first Christmas rush. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it is, and it's funny for like three people, but I'm going to say it anyways because, hey, it is the first Christmas rush. She rushed. She goes to see Elizabeth, and what do you know? Uh, the baby leaped in her womb. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. We learn from chapter 1 some, some key things here. We learn that uh, Mary, obviously, is filled with the Holy Spirit because the creative act of God through the Holy Spirit is at work inside of her. We learn that, that Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. We learn later in chapter 1 that John is filled with the Holy Spirit from birth. And so everybody, his Christmas story is, is filled with the Holy Spirit of God. How powerful. And uh, what a blessing. As she praises the Lord, then we have Mary's Magnificat, uh, where she says, my soul magnifies the Lord following. And uh, and then Mary stays with Elizabeth about three months now. We don't know if she stayed until John was born. What do you think? You think she stayed until John was born? You think she stayed until it was time for him to be delivered and left? Hmm. Well, we can only conjecture. Uh, we can only speculate. But I'm thinking she stayed. I can't imagine her leaving. Um. So... Yeah, the curse is broken, so to speak, uh, as far as uh, Elizabeth with all of her neighbors. They're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Look what happened. And so uh, it's a glorious thing. We have Zacharias' prophecy that closes out uh, Luke's Gospel, chapter 1. And it says that Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit. So Mary, Elizabeth, John, Zacharias filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, obviously, um, his mouth is opened. He wrote on the tablet, his name is John. That was the, the name given by God through the angel Gabriel. Um, and then, of course, he blesses the Lord. It says his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. And, and what's really cool is he praises the Lord. He doesn't praise his son. You know, so many times today when, when our kids do something great, uh, we fail to praise the Lord, but we praise our kids instead. We get that backwards. We can praise the Lord for our kids, praise the Lord for their accomplishments, but we don't praise our kids. We thank, we thank the Lord for them, and we can certainly brag on them, of course, and, and, and lift them up some, but, but we do not praise anyone other than our King and our Lord. And so it's cool. Uh, chapter 1 of Luke's Gospel, that's a quick rundown, lowdown, spotlight on it. Uh, but what a great story. And uh, I'm not preaching through Luke's Gospel this year. I'm going to be preaching Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Um, that'll be my last Christmas message of the year. But uh, what a great chapter. These two, well, actually, the first two chapters of Luke's Gospel, what a blessing that we have so many intricate details into this story of uh, of Christmas that it it just, I don't know, it just it comes to life. You know, it. You hear the the secular, you know, versions of this. Oh man, you know, we plug the tree in, and it just everything just came to life. We went to this light show. Everything came to life. Let me tell you something. When it comes to the Christmas story, literally everything comes to life. It is supernatural what God does uh, with the virgin conception, the virgin birth of Christ, and the miracle conception, the miracle birth 
um, of John the Baptist. So uh, Joseph and Mary focus in Matthew chapter 1, a lot on Joseph. Luke chapter 1, the focus is Zacharias, Elizabeth, John the Baptist, and, and then Mary. So um, get in the Word. Uh, read an Advent book throughout this Christmas season. Get in church. I mean, wow. Worship the Lord. Sing Christmas hymns and, and tunes and enjoy the Lord's goodness this glorious Christmas season. Love you and hope you'll join us again. Uh, join us at Alexander Baptist Church if you're around, if you're online. Join us at abch.org. That's our website. Uh, like us on Facebook. We'll be on Facebook uh, live stream. YouTube through our website. Lots of resources there. Uh, but yeah, again, love you. Uh, and I'm going to say it early, but Merry Christmas to you. Hope to see you soon. Goodbye. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.